Podcast. He just faked me out. I went in for a fist bump and then a high five, and then he does that fake hug thing. Pretty, pretty awkward. Gets me every time. Pretty proud of that. <laughs> I know you are. Hope you guys are having a good New Year so far. Uh, we are. This is the first podcast of the New Year, so that's exciting. This table's about to fall. <laughs> You're gonna knock over the whole table. Why, why did it just do that? With your giant man body. Oh, it's on the edge of the rug. That's why. It's like oh, halfway fuck. Uh Wow, this is a rocky this start. This is why we can't have nice things, Trillian. This week is brought to you by <laughs> Club W. Have specially selected, perfect for your taste, wine delivered to your door. Uh, eliminate the hassle of having to shop for wine. Uh, they do the work for you. Club W. Check it out at clubw.com slash Jenna Julian. Get 50% off your first order. That, that sounds completely delicious. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, our other sponsor this week is Bowl and Branch. Start sleeping better with the amazing and sweetly soft bedding from Bowl and Branch. Go to bowlandbranch.com right now to check out their selection and get 20% off your order with product code Jenna Julian. Thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, thanks, guys. It really is like on the edge of the rug. So yeah. if you lean. You want to push it forward? I mean, that's kind of risky. All right. Let's- <laughs> Life on the edge. There you go. Life, right, That's a lot better. Push our podcast table forward. Push you forward. Push you push forward. forward. Push you forward. <laughs> uh, so this week we had uh, a few ideas, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'll explain the first one. The first one was we, we were just on a big road trip. Uh, we drove up to Oregon for the holidays. And as with any road trip, you find time in the car to you know try to kill time with games and whatever. And we were playing. Yeah, we're almost not allowed to play 20 questions anymore because it makes us hate each other. Yeah, we get in pretty big fights from it. <laughs> uh, but then uh, we wanted to play like specific 21, 20 questions just specific to MMA. And it was like it was a lot like the podcast we did where Jenna like quizzed me on celebrity stuff. Yeah, they're called Julian Sucks at Celebrity Trivia Parts 1 and 2. Yeah. And I've always told Julian that I'm more than open if he ever wants to do it to me, like stuff that I'm not familiar with. Yeah. Like that it would be funny. But yours, it wouldn't be as, you know, the umbrella of some sort of trivia. It would have to be like a lot of things that yeah. I probably should know and just don't so that you can get me back. But it like I feel like we played it for a couple minutes and then we were like, all right, we got to stop because we should do this in a podcast. Because we really did. We said that because this is too funny. We got to just like save it. Because um, I know a lot about the UFC. I yeah. just like have awful, terrible questions. Yeah. It's bad. Uh, that, so that is uh, we'll do that the second half of the podcast. The yeah. first half we wanted to talk about. A Netflix series called Making a Murderer. Uh, a lot of you guys, a lot of you wonderful people have suggested it to us for months and months now. Yeah, uh, the second that the preview was on YouTube, people started tweeting it at me. Yeah, and we've seen it in the, in the comments here. Uh, but we finally got around to it. As soon as we got home from our trip, we sat down and binge-watched the entire thing for, like, what, 10 hours straight. Yeah, and also, as people requested in this comment section of the podcast, to listen to the podcast Serial, which we also listened Absolutely. to. Absolutely. So we finished Serial. fire. Serial was amazing. The first season. So the second season is going right now. Yeah. Uh, we, we listened to the whole first season of Serial, which is a very interesting, unique type of podcast, which we enjoyed very much. We listened to that basically all in the car ride on the way home, but we still had some left when we got home. So we just sat in the living room and like listened to it, <laughs> uh, which was really fun. Uh, but then we got around to Making a Murderer, and that really uh, was incredible, and we wanted to talk about that. Uh, Making a Murderer... Uh, it, 
It's a 10-part series on Netflix. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, I don't think that there can be any spoilers because, I mean, yeah. you can't Google what happens, but we'll tell you the gist of it. But even if you watch the preview, they give you this much. Yeah, you So, it, but if you do want to watch it and have it be pure, then click away now. Yeah, because, don't listen to this podcast. Yeah, um, we're going to talk about it. So, I mean, how, how do we start this? Because it was like, it was an incredible, like, it was so well done, but the story... It was just a great combination of like incredible story that they were telling and then the way they told it, like the yeah. chronological style, which is very interesting because it really immerses you in it. Yeah. So for those, you know, who, who are curious what we're talking about, it's like the first part of the series takes place and has different time stamped footage than the 10th part of the series. So they're filming it as time goes on right. and you're watching it in that order. They don't jump back and forth. So it's, it's very real time. Uh, it kind of makes it a lot more like I don't I don't like very real to you. It's just it really brings you into the moment of each episode so you're not feeling like you're watching a movie or even a documentary where they wrap everything up and keep going back. It was really just like going through time. Um and it's a crazy story. This fucking guy I'm looking up his name, Stephen Avery. Stephen Avery, Avery yeah. Stephen, Stephen Avery. Avery in um Minnetowoc, Wisconsin. Small town Wisconsin, right? I can't sure. even remember. I watched Minnetonic, Wisconsin. It's a small town, uh, and he, this guy Stephen Avery, he gets accused of uh, a rape. He did not commit, and he gets thrown in jail for eighteen years for it. Uh, he's wrongfully accused. They uh, Wisconsin, yeah, that's what I said, okay. Minnetonic County, um, and he go and he serves eighteen years for it. Like th- that's that's the beginning of this. So he serves that time, and 18 years comes, and suddenly DNA evidence proves it wasn't him. Big shocker. So he gets freed out of jail. There's this big thing about it. As soon as he gets out of jail, him and his lawyers are like, "We're gonna sue the fuck out of the police department, the state, and get try to get 36 million dollars for the 18 years of freedom they took from me." Um, as that's going on, another thing happens. Which is basically someone goes missing and it is tied to him. They the police pin it on him. Uh the way that is done though is is the craziest part of the whole series. Like I don't want to say anything fact like factually, because a lot of it's still just like, at least according to the police department, is still just like word of mouth or who said this, allegedly, you know, that. But basically the the way the series paints it out is that this woman who went missing did have business with Stephen Avery. She worked for Auto Trader. He had a car lot and they worked, they, you know, they had business together. And as soon as they found that connection, when they were searching for the suspect of the missing person, uh, they took him away from his house, the car lot, the entire Avery lot on Avery Road, and they quarantined his place for eight days. And the police just occupied it for eight days, like eight whole entire day and nights police 24 hours a day on the property doing what they did. Like no one really knows what they did except for them. Um, sure enough, they found evidence with a key fingerprints, all this stuff. And they put him back in jail for the murder of this woman. Yeah. Um, this, this series is incredibly popular. So many people are watching it right now as they should be, because it's just a really crazy story and what really well done. But, um, we like it's just such a roller coaster of emotions. Like it, it, it frustrates you so much. Well, I think that the the point of the story is to show how 
the cops have yeah. now two times at least been involved in doing something that they shouldn't be doing, regardless of whether or not, like, we know he didn't do the rape in the beginning, but we don't know 100% if he committed this murder or not, but there are definitely, like, police follies all over the place, and, like, really, it's just, like, an eye-opening look at our judicial system and how many flaws it has. Mm-hmm. Like, for him to get out of jail the first time took them forever and ever and ever, you know, to go through the appeals process and all that shit, because our system is kind of fucked up. Like once you get thrown in jail for a crime, it's almost impossible to get you out of there. You know, even if given all the circumstances are against you like this situation. So I think that people might be forgetting that. Yeah, it's a, it's a Netflix show. Yeah, it's all fucked up, but they didn't exactly do the best job of pointing out that there is another side to this. Yeah, it was very one side. That maybe he's not innocent. Maybe he did commit the second crime. Um, People in the comment section of that, the trailer on YouTube YouTube are like, nah, dude, I fucking live here. He killed that girl, like blah, blah, blah. And my first reaction to the entire thing as I, I, I was yelling and screaming in the living room as we were watching it because I have been a juror on a murder trial in the past when I was about 19 years old in Rochester, New York. And I was an alternate. I was the second to last person to be picked. And even if, you know, the the cops framed him for two crimes he didn't do and, uh, you know, lawyers were doing their jobs the best that they can to the best of their abilities, both in defending him and also trying to put him in jail. Mm -hmm. The, The jury made some serious mistakes in finding him guilty two times. The first time is completely ridiculous to find him guilty of rape. Absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. No jury should be able to find him guilty. Unless a rape kid is like, okay, it was him. Right. Yeah. Second of all, in, in the second crime, there is just t- way too much reasonable doubt. It's absolutely insane. And what I think was so important about... Uh, the entire series as a whole is to show you that they had a difficult time that second time around finding jury members that were not being, you know, completely exposed to Stephen Avery as a person, all of his, you know, get being thrown in jail, then coming out of jail, then then it was then, hard to find impartial jurors. Yeah, for sure, especially since the, the the police and all of them were were really hell bent that they wanted this guy to go away because yeah. what you mentioned earlier is that he was suing. Uh, Manitowoc County and uh, the Sheriff's Department and all those people for $36 million and their insurance policies had, you know, deemed it so they weren't covered for what they did, that they maliciously threw a person in jail and that they were all personally being held responsible for, for $36 million, yeah. Dollars, yeah. which is why they have a lot of motive to do something bad. Yeah. But w- I just could not get over the fact that this is such a, a a painting of what happens when we hold people guilty in the court of public opinion, when people jump to conclusions that they know, like the people in the comment section on YouTube, we know he fucking did it. Like, you don't live here. You don't understand. We followed the news as it happened. But like... If, if that happens in your neighborhood, like you, I feel the same way. Everybody feels that same way. Oh mm. my God, I already know this story. I know that guy. He's fucking terrible. When in reality, nobody knew a lot of the, the facts of the crime until they were presented in court. No one knew them. Yeah. And these jurors that were on that fucking trial have just done a terrible injustice two times now in Manitowoc County, although the other one was in Calumet next town over or whatever, by being 
by going in biased and being selected for a jury while having these predisposed ideas and opinions about who Stephen Avery was, right. which is horrible because that's that's like the, the last check and balance that we have in order to make sure that this doesn't happen. And people love to be like, oh, the cops, like, oh, the fucking judicial system. Oh, like when in reality, there's 12 people being held responsible so that this doesn't happen. It was it was it, the juror. The jury part was very, very frustrating to watch for me, too, because how can you find him guilty? Well, yeah. And like. You you only heard from one of the jurors, and he was the excused juror. He had right. a family emergency; he couldn't he couldn't be on the final jury, so he had to be excused. But he was in the he was in the room for the entire uh, trial, and then as soon as they went to deliberate, he had to go. Right. And you heard from him, and he was like, they. You know, he he could speak on the fact that there were like a lot of stubborn people on that jury. There were people who had their opinions and weren't moving. Right. And most of those people were the reason that they took a couple days and then they ended up flipping and right. whatever. He said they pulled the jury and at first most people were in favor of not finding him guilty. Yeah. But there were three or there were three four people who weren't budget. Really stubborn people. Yeah. But I'm sorry. Then then you don't fucking reach then you a verdict. Just, then it's you a mystery. The whatever. It's a fucking, yeah. yeah exactly. No, and that's fine. I you know the thing about this whole thing is that it, it really just kind of seems like the perfect storm the way everything right. went down it was it was this guy had a, a, a bat you know and I'm, I'm i'm still like i don't know for a fact what happened obviously um but the guy had a bad rep right the police department clearly didn't like him the state didn't like him the jury clearly was made up of people at least a few of them who had opinions about him which is dangerous as shit especially on a trial this big um and then you go to the part where the state and the police department have so much power in in a sense that they control the facts, the news, and, and the way the news got out. Like Disgusting. it was, it was like at the hand of of that guy Katz and all these people oh, who worked. He was the worst. Yeah, but he got he got his. So yeah, true. Um, but regardless, you know what I mean? Though, like I the do. way the news, like for someone, if I'm just like, yeah, I grew up in Manitowoc, and like this guy's fucking guilty. Fuck him. I watched the news. Like, yes, maybe you have that feeling. Maybe you did watch the news live. Maybe you did live down the street from him. But you have to understand that the police department was feeding the news when it suited them. Right. Like the news popped up and different stories and different parts of the story came out to the public when it was convenient for the state side of the case. And no matter what came out of the case, what factual evidence appeared or was submitted in evidence in the case or in the trial, the the defense attorneys couldn't do that. They had no power to just go to the news and be like, hey, talk about this. Like, you know what I mean? The state's Well, yeah, really, and the judge fucked them. They weren't allowed uh, to, you know, point times. to any sort of third-party responsibility. Multiple times. They, yeah, they, they, just, denied they motions, were just getting like was, fucking sidelined the entire time. Yeah, it was a perfect story. Which is all disgusting. It's all, the way that it all happened, the way that everything went down is disgusting. But what bothers me the most is that I feel like jury duty in our culture, in America, I don't know how it is in your country if you're listening from another country, it's almost a joke that people are like, oh, man, I got to go to jury duty. And they, I've sat in that room before when they pick jurors. Me too. And everyone is just like, oh, I can't. I can't do it. I have to work. Yeah. Um, you Nobody know, I, wants to they, do it. I've heard people make up the most ridiculous things. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm blatantly racist. I yeah. can't be on this I don't this like gay people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I've, you know, my sister's brother's uncle's it's the dog epitome of American was, fucking lazy people. Right. Was, was the victim of a violent crime. I don't think I can be fair and impartial. 
And there were very few people when I got picked to be on a murder trial that were in there that were willing to be in there. Everybody else had somewhere else to be, and and they just couldn't stomach the idea of wasting their time. And that's what I really feel like. If you're in a small county like that, chances are you have to just pick people that would rather be somewhere else, that would rather just deliberate and come to a decision and get it over with. I don't want to be in this jury room for more than four days thinking about this murder. Let's just fucking find him guilty because everyone wants us to. Get out of here. But that's so terrible and awful that we as people and citizens don't take our civic duty seriously when in reality you have power if you're a juror someday which i hope that you are i think it's an important experience you have the power to you know really affect someone else's entire life yeah and and like here's the thing like now it seems like increasingly so that people are lazy and they're finding ways to get out of jury duty so they can go home whatever like the law I feel like hasn't really caught up with that. So it's like in a situation like this, when it's so overwhelming that all these jurors are so influenced and they so have opinions that they would be like, okay, we're going to wait a week, go gather a couple other jurors from the next state over who know nothing about this. And we're going to put them on the trial. You know what I mean? Like something like that where you think, okay, here's a problem with these jurors who are not going to give a fair trial. Let's solve that problem. I'm not saying that's a solution. I'm just saying like, in, in this story, there never really was a chance for a fair jury to happen because they they were picking from a pool of really shitty right. fucking people. Well, that happens jury. often. Every high-profile case, it happens. Like Michael Jackson, O.J. Simpson. People have It opinions. takes a long time to find a jury or even Robert Durst in the jinx. Yeah, yeah, It takes yeah. a long time to find people that have not been exposed to the level of, you know, just media garbage that could sway them in one direction or another and it's and people equally are not honest about their predisposed opinions and thoughts in a way that's helpful to pick a jury yeah um it's just a it's a huge failure and disservice across the board that this can happen to someone and you know we all feel relatively powerless about it but i i hated as a person that's had that experience, I hated that that, you know, the whole show kind of glazed over. They were like, oh, the jury deliberated, and then they just found him guilty. And I'm like, wait, fucking how? <laughs> Somebody get those motherfuckers in a room and have them explain themselves. How dare you? You yeah. know? Yeah, it was incredibly frustrating. And all of those motherfucking cops should be in jail. I don't understand how they never got in trouble or held accountable for what they did. I can understand how, you know, Stephen Avery settled his lawsuit and didn't get $36 million, but how come no one ever created a criminal case for those people on the sheriff's whatever? I mean, and and it's it's so frustrating because you're like like a third of the way through the entire series, and you see how all of these sheriffs and all these people in the police department are being deposed for all the shit they fucking did. All the illegal, all the, you know, horrible, vindictive shit they did to get Stephen Avery in jail for 18 years. And you're like, oh shit, like they're all getting deposed they're all getting caught in their tracks they're all getting caught in their lies this is going to be good like right. we'll see something happen of, of some sort of justice but then as soon as you start to get somewhere they find this uh, this out where they're like oh fuck look he murdered someone let's just fucking forget this and so then they literally repeat that behavior and never again in the series do you feel like they ever get any sort of you know, punishment or, or even question yeah, about no the way that like, and it, that, I, that's obviously the most infuriating part as you, as you watch it. It's like the police are just doing whatever the fuck they want. They're doing whatever the yeah, fuck they that's, want. That's They're just, having complete. 
That's the saddest part about our judicial system is that this happens all the time. That police pick and choose who they don't like. It happens often in smaller places. Oh, yeah, of course. Where the cops know everybody. It's really fucking awful. And even in big cities, they they know who all of the people in their town or city or area that they've deemed a problem. And they just, like, fuck with them their Mm. entire lives. It happens all the time. I mean, this is a, you know, a high profile case and now everybody's got it in their, you know, the forefront of their mind because of this series. But I I don't know. It was kind of one sided. And it also, I feel like, was just like placing all of the blame on the cops when in reality, there's a lot of blame in a lot of different ways in a lot of areas. Yeah. I mean, the Stephen Avery guy, obviously, he just wasn't a saint the way he was painted out to be. Like, obviously, you know, he's kind of a shitty guy sometimes. But, um, you know, the whole the whole fucking like there was there, there never felt like there was a single rule that the police had to follow. Like the eight day search, completely stupid, completely over excessive, just unreal that they got to occupy the property for eight days. And then, you know, in trial, when they're like, you fucking planted this evidence, they're like, how dare you yeah. accuse <laughs> us of planting evidence? We are respected as and they're like that's how yeah, you'd like answer if, that's how you'd answer if you're fucking guilty before. like yeah, yeah. are you kidding me you're not like he clearly has you for this like you're on fuck eight days are you joking when are you allowed to occupy a place for eight days just because you want to um i don't know and then the the whole the whole interrogation of the nephew sorry the yeah the nephew, yeah, nephew. um it was insane was insane because the kid was you know he was very very unintelligent and they put him in a room and they literally cracked him to the point where they like with with their tricky you know techniques because all these cops who interrogate people they know techniques they know this shit they studied it they trained for it and they overuse their power on this kid who has like a shred of an iq and that they make him commit to you know um you know admit to this thing he didn't do what was the name of probably didn't do the west texas three or whatever they are oh yeah the uh lost boys of or something yeah i can't remember you guys know what i'm talking about if have we talked about on podcast i don't know but it's on hbo it's a three-part yeah it's a three-part series and it was sort of the same thing is the nephew lower iq kids all like 16 years old and they got accused of a crime that they didn't do the confessions were coerced and they sat in jail for fucking 20 years and then finally got west out. memphis three west memphis yeah. three sorry yeah same thing but they they recently got out i mean within the last five ten years they've gotten out You'd think that the nephew would have an easier time getting a a better or different new trial because of that completely coerced confession. But, you know, towards the end of the show, they show you, no, they're not giving him a new fucking trial. And it's impossible. Once you're in here and convicted guilty, it is so fucking hard to get you out. You're fighting completely upstream. Like almost impossible. They make it almost impossible. That's not justice. They just want a fucking... They want a decision. All right, you're guilty. Done. We're not going to talk about it ever again. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, none of that ever felt like they were trying to get justice. Not that's the close. problem with our judicial system. Yeah. Is, that, uh, is it really of, even about justice yeah, sometimes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's just why I wish people, you know, as outraged and upset as people are on the internet and everything, they, they, they just love to forget how sometimes our own thoughts and actions contribute to sad things happening like this. You know? Yeah, because, you know, all the people commenting 
you know, how dare these cops, how dare them? Could they, you know, they, they could have been the person who hated Steve Avery for five years growing up and then got called onto the trial and was like, no, I don't know who that is. And then fucking convicted him. Like that could be that person. You, you thinking with this mentality, like it can never be me, but then you also hold these opinions that you think are harmless. They might not be harmless someday. Well, yeah. And also if you're, if you're fucking pissed off at something like this, if you don't like it, next time you get called for jury duty, go sit in that courtroom and say, yes, I can be fair and impartial in this trial. As long as that's the truth. Don't try and get out of it. Don't try and make excuses. Your world can wait. It's an important experience to have. And it's, it should be very difficult to find someone guilty. Like that's the the burden of proof. They have to prove to you that there's not a shred of any other possibility that could have happened in order to find someone guilty. And people to beyond reasonable doubt means you hear it all the time that people are getting convicted uh, guilty of of things that you're like, but how? How can you? How how is there no reasonable doubt? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. There, there was plenty of reasonable doubt in both of his cases, in my opinion. You know that you bringing up a kind of a point I want to make. Um, you know, I've I've talked about this before, but growing up in, in school, and and this is me, and you know, I grew up in California. Um, I, I never felt like there there was one, two, three, or or any real classes I took that um, helped me. In, in real life kind of shit. There wasn't like an accounting finance class, basic finance class that I took. There wasn't um, a lot of real life things that you, you could easily have taken in a class. And other countries often do take certain classes that help you. Um, and, and another one would have been how to be a juror or what it's like to be a juror. Because now, like, at least for me, it's like, I obviously you had class where you learn about U.S. history, you you know, checks and balances, you learn all the facts of how the, the government works, but you never take a class of like, you know, being a juror, right. right? And, you know, you take that class and you're like, okay, it puts you through this 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 class, this course, this discussion where you really are conveyed to that being a juror is more than yourself. It's way more than your your weekend plans or whatever the fuck you might be doing when you get called. Like, it's it's just bigger than you. And I feel like a lot of people never have had that realization. They never n- know that. And so when they get called, they're like, oh shit, it's jury duty. Just like, you know, everyone, all my friends says jury duty sucks. Like, fuck it. Let's get out of here. And you were talking about how you got asked, you know, can you be fair and impartial? I didn't even get that far. I was, I dressed up. I wore glasses. I, did too. I wore like a jacket and I sat there all day and I was, the very I don't last have glasses, person. but I, I dressed up as well. And I went to jury duty and I spent like, like 9am to like 4 or 5pm there just sat around waited and they called my name and they said sorry you're dismissed see you next year and I'm like I mean yeah I get to go home but I was I was like committed to this you know I wanted to I wanted to do this if I had the opportunity and like it it bugs me that a lot of people are just so quick to want to get get out of it well I mean think about it like this think about when you go to the DMV I like to use the reference of you know the DMV is like a slice of life like there's literally everyone in there and so whenever you like make a joke or you're like oh it's fucking it's like the fucking DMV in here there's people from all walks of life in there now imagine you take every person that you see in the DMV at any given moment you put them all in a room and they need to make a life or death decision together you don't know each other and you can't talk to each other about the trial until the trial is over yeah. you're sitting in a room together from all different backgrounds yeah, and you guys yeah you guys need to decide together even though you know half of the people that were sitting up there might have fallen asleep at some point zoned out don't fucking care they'd rather be somewhere else they're not listening they're not fucking paying attention and you guys need to sit together after because mine was like two weeks so after the end of two weeks now you guys all finally have a chance to sit 
down and fucking talk to each other about the trial. Imagine trying to come to a decision with people like that. It's yeah. very difficult, and it takes people that want to do it in order to do it effectively. Absolutely. Unfortunately, it's just impossible to find a jury of people that are like that all the time. Because, you know, if you find three jurors that are really stubborn one way or another, the other amount of people in there are just sitting there like, yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. So, all right, I'm That's cool the with problem that. with like stubborn I'm people. Okay with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that for every one person that has thoughts and ideas or really cares about what's going on, there's 10 other fucking passive people in the room that are willing to let you just make the decision. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't know about Horrible. you guys, but being in that room and and like di- having this discussion about a real, I mean, that sounds fucking interesting to me. I would want to do that. I want like that that sounds like something I'd like to do in my lifetime. Yeah, I don't think we ever in school had like a mock trial. And we, if we, uh, we did, did we it did like wasn't a, effective. No, yeah, we did like a mock like um like debate. We did debates right. like pre, like fucking we did mock presidential debates, but I mean we didn't even fucking do mock jury trials. I mean, at least that I can't remember. Maybe we did, but obviously didn't work because I'm not remembering it. Yeah, I mean that, that that was my only two cents that the the show or documentary or whatever didn't address at the all. Jury. Is that there there is some blame to be just on the people yeah. that were able to find him guilty. Yeah. Because the police can hate somebody and frame them for crimes all they want. You, you are the last line of defense to make sure that this doesn't happen. Yeah. And if if you're too fucking lazy or don't care, don't turn around and then care about it when Netflix comes out with a documentary about yeah. it. Well, I think that's part of the good of this documentary. It's going to kind of like at least hopefully it opens people's eyes to why this happens. And the fact that you're sitting here on your couch watching it, but you are directly correlated to this. Like yeah. you, you are part of this. Right. Yeah, and and don't ever go into a trial with a predisposed idea because of what the news tells you. Have a little, have a fucking sense of skepticism. Can just we? also remember that the <laughs> news, the news. I mean, as much as you want to believe what they say, it's fact. They are, they you know, their business. Yeah. They're trying to make a buck for themselves. So True. when they when they break news, when they make news stories, they do it in a way that's going to get them ratings. Disgusting. It's just the way it works. I know it is, but it's disgusting. I mean, I'll tell you one thing: sitting down and watching that was great, but at the end of it. I really needed to get myself a glass of wine. And you know what would be great <laughs> is if it was delivered to my door. That's what Club W can do oh, for you guys. Brilliant. Sign up for Club W. What happens is you fill out the survey. Okay, They ask you a couple questions, uh, different tastes you like, different tastes you don't like, and they form mm. um, a selection of wine that you might like. So they send you your wine. Mm. You taste it. You fill out a response. Very simple, very easy. couple of questions. They take that response. And they move forward in selecting specifically tailored wines for you. And then the next shipment of wine that you get delivered to your door without moving off your butt is even more specific to your taste. And then by the end of it, you should be finding wines that are perfect for you. Not for your friends who say this is good wine. Not for your mom who's like, get this wine. No, it's the wine that you like because your taste bud said so. Mm. So uh, I, I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I even said this in a vlog the other day. I, I buy wine by how cool the bottle looks. And that's a very, very, you I know. I can vouch for Julian doing that. He does that. It's, it's not a high success rate method because, <laughs> it's uh, a lot of because I'm looking at the really. fucking bottle. Uh, so check it out, Club W. I really think this is a great like way to get your wine. Uh, go to clubw.com slash Jenna Julian and you will get 50% off. Uh, your first order. So uh, give that a shot. If you guys like wine, obviously, only if you're of legal drinking age. If you're not, and you can find a way to do it with your parents and then steal the wine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, don't on. do it unless you're under 21. Uh, unless you're under obviously, unless you're 21. Uh, and then, you know, when the wine bottle is empty and you got to go to bed, you want to get a great night's sleep. So check out Bowling Branch for the most comfortable bedding I've ever touched or heard of or experienced. Bowling Branch has all of your bedding needs, sheets, blankets, all the stuff. Uh, and we sleep on it currently and we... Hold true that it is some of the most... Yeah, I'm not going back. You can't. You absolutely can't. (laughs) You just can't. It's like so comfortable. Bowl and branch. And you get 20% off your order, guys, with product code uh, Jenna Julian at Bowl and Branch. Go to Bowl and Branch. That's B-O-L-L and branch.com. And check out their selection. They have a lot of stuff. And just know that it's not a – first of all, it's delivered to your door. You don't have to go shopping for it, which is nice. Uh, And it's not a big mass company that has factories and shitty paid workers. They they take care of their own and a big portion of your purchase doesn't just go to them. They donate to a lot of different uh, good causes. So check them out. Thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, thank you, guys. All right. What, what do you say we get a little light now? All right. Well, yeah, we need to get light up in here. Let's get lit. Let's get lit. Get. I saw a tweet that I was laughing at. Tim Ghetto retweeted it. It was like, to all the thick girls out there that don't feel confident, I just want you to know that you should love your body, girl, because you can't spell cellulite without you lit. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed way too hard at it. Yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Uh, all right. So we're going to do 20 questions MMA style because this is basically going to be my version of Jenna doesn't know shit about this. Uh, uh, I, so, I'm sorry if this goes a little slow for those of you listening. No, th- it'll be we'll, fine. We'll if you guys are, you know, you're busy and you don't want to deal with our, us being, you know, goofy and shit. Bye, Felicia. Oh, by the way, have you guys ever seen um, – you haven't seen Straight Outta Compton, right? No, I haven't. Okay, if you guys have seen Straight Outta Compton, can you just agree with me really quick that that whole scene when that dude's girlfriend, Felicia, goes into their hotel room when they're partying, they made that whole scene so Ice Cube could say, bye, Felicia. I mean, right? Like, come on. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but that's It's not actually Ice Cube. Right. It's his son who's acting. But <laughs> the, the, the scene ends with her saying, bye, Felicia. And you're like, wait a minute. Did they just make that whole entire scene so he could say that? Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to have the person that I'm going to be picking, and you uh-huh. have to ask. But I'm going to say it into the mic, so you got to cover your ears when I say it. So they know the whole time you're All guessing. Right, I'll take my headphones take off. Take your headphones off. Plug my ears. And plug your ears. Make sure you can't hear me. I'll whisper. Okay. We're good. We're good. All right. Bye, Felicia. Go ahead. Okay. Do I know this person? Do you know who they are? Are you sure I know who this person is? Yes. Okay. Um, is, uh, is it a guy? It's a guy. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Is he, uh, is he retired? He's not retired. Okay. Is he, uh, he's still fighting? Yes. Does he, does he have a belt? <laughs> uh, I'm sure he has a lot of belts. He doesn't have a championship belt, though. Okay. Has he ever has he ever fought over a belt? Like in a title fight? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, he's fought over okay. a belt. Ooh, okay. Right. <laughs> you make um, it sound like two brothers are fighting over a belt. <laughs> okay. Uh, is, he a, is he a little guy? No, he's not <laughs> is a little he, guy. Is he a big guy? <laughs> this is the hardest part of this whole game. She asks, like, for <laughs> sizes. She says just little and big. Okay, is uh, he a big guy? Yeah, he's a big guy. Okay, is he the biggest guy? No, he's not the biggest guy. Okay, so he's uh, it's not big country Nelson? No, that's the biggest. <laughs> Is he a step below the biggest? Yes. Is he like Anderson Silva size? No, he's a step below the biggest. Okay, so Anderson Silva? No. <laughs> is Anderson Silva the biggest? No. What? No. Wait, so what's a what's a step below? 200? 
205. 205 is... Anderson has fought at 205, but that's not his primary weight class. Okay, so he's 205? Yeah, he's 205. Okay, I knew it. Okay. Is he Hispanic? No. Is he Samoan? I don't, no, he's not Samoan, Is no. he a Caucasian white male? No. No? No. Okay, is he African-American? Yes. Is he African? I don't think he's African. Okay. Just checking. I don't know. He could be African. I don't know. Is it John Jones? Yeah. It is? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, was, that was relatively painless. Uh, he should have just been my first guest. <laughs> it took me way too long to get to John way Jones. Way too long. Um... All right. You got another one? Yeah. I need to take yeah, a high phone now? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. La, 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 la. Connor McGregor. All right. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, should I go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the car. Like, it just makes me giggle oh, to ask the question. Okay. okay. Is, it a, is, it a, is it a guy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you never know. Okay. <laughs> Is he, uh, is he a little guy? Yeah. He's a little guy? Yeah, he's a little guy. Is, it, uh, is he retired? <laughs> no, he's not retired. Is he uh, is it Team Mighty? Is it Demetrius Johnson? <laughs> no, he's not. Not, okay. not Team Mighty. Is it Demetrius Johnson's wife? Oh, Destiny Johnson? Yeah. No. Team Mighty. No, I said it's a guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's nobody on Team Mighty. Okay, damn it. Fuck. Okay. Um... So he's he still fights. He still fights. So he's not retired. No, I just said that like three <laughs> just times. clarifying. Is he? Um, does he have? Uh, <laughs> does he? <laughs> it just makes me laugh. Does he have cauliflower ear? Yeah. Ooh, is it Frankie Edgar? No. What? No, it's actually a good guess. Yes, no. it is. No, it's not Frankie. <laughs> no, it's not Frankie Edgar. Okay. Um, is he like a? Is he a wrestler? What? What are you asking? Is he, is he good at wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's not primarily a wrestler. Oh, okay. So is he? Uh, is does he do do jitsu? No, that's not his primary. Do jitsu? Do jitsu? Um, is he a, a kickboxer? He's a striker. Striker? Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is he? Uh, is he Caucasian? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good one. But he's not he's not like Caucasian, like he's from the Caucasus Islands, like his skin is white. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just I wanna just asking. Is he uh is he married? Is he married? Yeah. I don't think he's married. <laughs> Does he wanna be? I don't know, I'll ask him, but I don't okay. think I don't think he wants to be is married his, right now. Is his favorite book Treasure Island? <laughs> okay. Um Ooh, let's see. Is he uh wait, is he a little guy? Yeah, we already established okay. he's a little guy. Is he, uh, hmm, he's a white guy? Yes. Is he, uh, is he, is, is Conor McGregor? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we're getting more painful. That was uh, good, though. It makes me laugh so hard. Robbie Lawler. What do you mean? All right. Okay. All right. How am I doing? That was pretty good. Definitely better than the car. Oh, yeah, I had the giggles. Yeah. This game gives me the giggles. It gives you giggles. Okay, is it a a girl? No. Damn it. Okay, is it a guy? Yeah. Does he identify as a guy? Uh, Yeah, he does. He's in a safe space. Okay. Um, Okay, is he uh, he a little guy? No. (laughs) Is he a big guy? No. What? 
He's not a little or big guy. Is it Lieutenant Dan? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I figured that somewhere in between there is someone that didn't have legs. So (laughs) Okay. Okay. So he's not a little guy. He's not a big guy. No. Is he just a regular guy? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Does Does a regular guy weigh like one... 75? Yeah. 175? No, 170. 170. No, it's not. What about his calves? No, his calves are are not tattooed. Does he have like yellow feet? You've asked this. What the fuck is that supposed to be? You know when they're like rolling around and you're like, whoa, why does his foot look so yellow? No, that's like what happens when they touch the canvas. That's not their feet color. Hmm. Okay. So he's a regular guy. (laughs) Does he have a belt? Yeah. Ooh, is it Robbie Lawler? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's only so many people with them belts. Yeah. Nice job. He's. I uh, should have asked. Th- did his face split open? Yeah, that would have been him too. All right. What are you? Why are you smiling? No, it's just funny. You're What's funny. funny? You're funny. You're funny. You're you funny. got somebody else. Yeah. Okay. Is, uh, do we know him? <laughs> it's a strategy. If you're playing 20 questions and you're trying to get to if you know somebody no. like personally, no, you we just don't. go, do we know him? <laughs> we don't Because then him. It, it like answers gender and yep, we don't know if him. they're alive, like everything. Okay. All right. Fine. Is it a guy? Yeah. Okay. Is he, uh, does he have a belt? No. Oh. Um, does he like belts? <laughs> I think he probably likes them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it a Clay Guida? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Yes. Wait, what? <laughs> you it's just fucking, fucking it's Clay Guida? Yeah. He's like my favorite fucking fighter ever because he's hysterical. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, you just got it. I thought I was guessing it as a joke. Yeah, really. no, I, I was trying to a, make I you laugh. It as a joke. Oh, we double joked each other. That was good. <laughs> I can't believe the only time I guessed is it Clay Guida is the time when it actually was it actually Clay was Guida. Clay Guida. Yes. <laughs> you just guessed it. I'm fucking psychic. That was right, good. Do more. Yeah. He still makes me laugh. Nate Diaz. Psychic. Psychic sisters. Hire me. Psychic twins. What is that? Is that a new channel? I've heard all about that shit. Yeah, Shane keeps talking about them. Shane? Channels, so. Oh, okay. Okay. Is it a guy? It's a guy. Is he, uh, is he a little guy? Uh, sometimes. What? Yeah. <laughs> sometimes he's a little guy. Does he does he like to be a little guy or does he want to be a big guy? Uh, little guy, primarily. Ooh, is it uh is he blonde? No. Um, okay. Is he uh wait, so he's middle to little. Yes, there you go. Middle to little guy. Is this is that weight class called hmm, little? Uh hmm. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> ha. Um, okay. Is he a is, is he a white guy? Yeah, he's a white guy. He's a white guy. Yeah. Does he have brown hair? Yeah. Is he bald though? No, he has he has brown hair. Okay. Is he retired? No. Hmm. Oh. Is he a, <laughs> um, 
Is it Dominic Cruz? No. Is it Kenny Florian? No. Mm. Is it Kenny Florian's wife? It's definitely nothing to do with Kenny Florian. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is he, um, uh, does he, does he have both of his arms? <laughs> is he married? No, no fucking way. No way. Uh, is he tall? Yeah. Is he like over six feet tall? Uh, I think so. Is it Stefan Struve? I said little guy to middle. Oh. Stefan Struve's weight weighs like 300 pounds. Oh. So he's a little middle guy. Little middle. But he's like six feet tall. He's pretty tall, I think. So he's like a like a green bean. Yeah, fair enough. Hmm. Real tall. Is <laughs> <laughs> it Roy McDonald? No. Hmm. You want a hint? No. Okay. Um... Does he ever like to take deep breaths and then break people's arms in half? <laughs> so it's not sure. So no, it's sure. not Frank Mears, but you're no. saying yeah, okay, but yeah, he does that too. This is it? Uh, okay, give me a hint. Okay, we've driven through his hometown. Mm, I don't know. Well, that was your hint. Uh, does he live in Sacramento? No, good, good guess though. Does he live in Long Beach? No. Does he live in um, Oregon? No. Mm. I, I remember we were in the car and I said, we are driving through blank. This is where blank trains and lives. Is Very it a Diaz? Yes. Is it Nate Diaz? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we drove through Lodi or Stockton. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. This is fun. Are we still playing? Yeah. You want to do one more? Yeah. Shit. Who should I do? Hmm. Let's do rock up. No, what the hell? I wasn't done. Did I, you hear what I said? No, I didn't. I All was right. just, I thought you were like I'll pranking tap, I'll me. I'll tap you. But it's been a long time. I'm thinking. Hmm. Holly home. Fucking, <laughs> fucking die you. Why are you just leave me down there for so long, bro? What that's the what, fuck? That's dude? what he said. Dude, what the fuck? Bear. That's your space. That's your area. Yes. I can't do that to you. Is it a guy? Wait, let's rewind. What was that? <laughs> it's a vine. Oh. Uh, Ellen Breen? Is it a guy? Uh, yeah. No, no, no. It's a girl. Yeah, it's a girl. Uh, okay. Does she fight at 115? No. Does she fight at 135? Yeah. Ooh, is it Bejko Hair? <laughs> no, but you love Bejko Hair. <laughs> Oh my god, the internet trolls Bechko The internet is so, so mean to Bechko Hair. Alright, I got this. Is it Rhonda? No. Is it Misha? No. Is it uh, Girl Rilla? No. Is it Liz Carmouche? No. That's the same third person. Okay. Is it Gina Carano? No. Is it Katz and Gano? Gina Carano fought at 145, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Well, come on, let's go. No, it's not Katz and Gano. Is it uh, Chris Cyborg? <laughs> <laughs> Chris! You love Chris. Okay. Is it 135, dude? What the fuck? Why am I running out of people? Mm-hmm. And it's a girl? Then mm-hmm. she fought. Is it Holly Holm? Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. I was like, oh, come on, dude. Right in front of your face, Jenna. All right, we'll do another one. That was tweezy. That was tweezy. That was tweezy. That was tweezy. Okay. Michael Bisbing. You already did it? Mm-hmm. You already said it? All right. Is it a guy mm-hmm. or is it a goyle? 
Mm-mm. It's a guile. <laughs> <laughs> what if you were a guile named Kyle? Guile named Nile. Whoa. I win. I win that round. Okay. Um, is he uh, a babe? Yes. Is he a total babe? No. Do you do you share your milk with him? I would share my milk with him, but I wouldn't like. He's not total babe. Okay. Um, is he a big guy? Eh. Is he an average guy? Eh, he's average big. Okay. Is he a is he a white guy? Yeah. Is he a is he a brunette? Is he a, is he a does he have brown hair? Yeah. Yes. Ooh, good one. Okay. I think he has brown hair. Mm. Actually, no, no, he doesn't have brown hair. Is he retired? Can I Google a picture really quick? Yeah. Is he retired? Uh, he's not retired. Does he have a belt? Nope. Does he want a belt? Yeah, he has brown hair. Yes, he wants a belt. It, does he fight for belts? Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> This is a Carlos Condit. No. He's fighting soon. I don't know. Mm. Okay. Is it, uh, does he have a, mm. <laughs> does he have a, mm. does he have a, a word tattooed on his, on his body no. somewhere? <laughs> he no. has no tattoos? No, he has tattoos. I don't think he has a word tattooed. Mm. Mm. It, you know, it might be a word, but you've never seen that tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Does he have, so he has tattoos. Yeah. Mm. And does he have any like? <laughs> like you're like, mm, let me let me search my database of fighters with tattoos. Okay, all right. Does he uh, mm. <laughs> uh does he have a beard? No. Mm, guess who? All right. <laughs> does your guy wear glasses? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> which he's a middle sized guy. Yeah. Yes. Has he ever fought a Diaz? No. Is it Nick Diaz? No, he has not fought a Diaz. <laughs> That's a great guess because Nick can't fight himself. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He's not fought a Diaz. Okay, so is he bigger than the Diaz? Yes. Ooh, okay. He's a middle-sized guy. So is it Chris Weidman? Middle-sized. Middle-sized. Is, is it Chris Weidman? No. Okay. Is he the same size as Chris Weidman? Middle-sized. I know, but stop saying that. It's getting okay, weird. just say the first name again. Middle, say middle, say middle. What are you doing? Say I'm trying mid- to just guess say middle. Middle. Okay. What are you doing? Okay. All right. Never mind. That was a technique. It failed. Go. Has he ever fought Chris Weidman? No. So is he bigger than Chris Weidman? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, he's a white guy. <laughs> yeah, he's white. Okay. And he's got brown hair. Yeah. He's a big guy. And no, he's, he's a middle guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he still fights. Yeah. You see the the, the middleweight. Yes, that's what we were trying to get, yeah. But it's still kind of big, if you think about it. It's middleweight. But it's still kind of big. I said kind of big. Do, do middleweights weigh like, a, like 190? 185. 185? <laughs> middle. Okay, middle. Okay. Hmm. I'm trying to think of who has that belt right now. He doesn't have the belt. No, I'm trying to oh. think of someone that does have oh, it. Oh, okay. So he's bigger than Chris, Chris Weidman. Ooh, is it... Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Fuck it, me. Sorry, fuck. He's the same weight class as Chris Weidman. Damn it, I'm sorry. Ooh, you don't fucked up. Yeah, I'm sorry. I has fucked he ever one. fought Chris Weidman? I don't think he has, no. Is it Vitor Belfort? No. Is it Nog? Is it Little Nog? No, he's he's 205. <laughs> um, mm, good one. <laughs> <laughs> I just said how much he weighed. Okay, is he, um, ooh, 
Does he? Does he have really to? Does he have a tattoo on his head? <laughs> head? No. <laughs> Dude, does he? Does he shave his head? Uh, he has. Does he have a wifey? Yeah. He has a wifey. Yeah. Does he have babies? Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, you want to know the name of his kid? Yeah. Won't help. Callum. Callum. Yeah. Hmm. Not Gollum, right? Callum. At first, I thought you said Gollum. <laughs> his, name, his kid's name is not Gollum. <laughs> <laughs> this is our, this is our daughter Christine Gollum. and our son Gollum. <laughs> uh. Okay. <laughs> oh my gotcha. <laughs> okay. Uh, does he does he have like a happy face? <laughs> does he look? Is he like a happy looking guy? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, he looks no, angry. He doesn't have a happy fucking face. No. Is, is he like an angry guy? Yeah. Does he have like does daddy issues and stuff? I don't know about that. Mm. No, I don't. Does he hate everybody? Uh, a little bit. But he's a white guy. He's yeah. a middle guy. Mm-hmm. He's not retired, but he's never fought Chris Weidman. I don't think he's fought Chris Weidman. No. Is it Robbie Lawler? No. He's he's. We already covered. He's well too. Okay. <laughs> oh, so he's bigger. Is he American? <laughs> Is he American? Do that face. <laughs> Is he that American? Face. No, he's not American. Is he Australian? No. Is he uh, British? Mm-hmm. Who's a Bisping? Mm-hmm. I hate him. For no real reason. Yes. I have no yes. real reason to hate this yes. thing. But yeah. I just do. You ever just... He has a way happy face. His face is super happy. Well, he's I, happy at how much he trolls everyone. I would have got it like 10 he, minutes ago if he said, yeah, his face is super happy. Okay. <laughs> uh, Bisbing, the fact that you hate him makes him so happy. That's what he wants. He wants people I, have no, I don't really hate I like Bisbing. I, I don't... I've, I've... Like, I know he can be kind of like... You know, an antagonistic fuck sometimes, I but really I like him. him. I like his shtick, and I, I really like kidding. him as a person. I, really I actually met him. You did? Yeah, That's I was cool. in college, and our baseball team was supposed to work security for the street fair, and he was at the street fair because he lives in Orange County. Oh. And he walked up, and I was like, "Hey, I'm working, but can I get a picture?" And I have a picture with him, and the picture is of me at like 160 pounds. Oh, jeez! I was tiny, but I was like so excited to meet him. You were you were middle. I was lighter than him. You were lighter than him. He was probably middle. like 200 pounds at the time. You were middle. Okay. Middle. Okay. This podcast is brought to you by the letter middle. <laughs> the letter middle? <laughs> yeah. Is that our cue? Is that, is that, do, yeah. do we need to get you some Club W? Yeah. 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 Okay. And some Bowling Branch. Uh, thank you to Bowling Branch. Yeah, thank the best, you guys. most comfortable sheets in the world. Check them out, guys. Seriously, you will have great night's sleep. You will wake up not wanting to get out of bed, and I won't blame you because we do that too. Bowlandbranch.com. Products code Jenna Julian. 20% off your order. Thank you, Bowling Branch. And Club W. Guys, I forgot to mention Club W grows their own grapes. And for those who don't know, what grapes make wine. So I they make their own grapes wow. to make their wine. Yeah, fucking crazy, right? That sounds delicious. Yeah. Check it out. Club W have wine delivered to your door, specified for your palate. It is amazing. Clubw.com slash Jenna Julian. 50, 50, 50% off your order when you use that Club URL. W. Or just click in the description. We have all the links of all our sponsors always in the description. Uh, so check it out. Club W. <laughs> Club <Bowling> w. <laughs> what is this like? This American Life? The letter metal. <laughs> Let's do This American Life voices. What? Oh. Uh, today on uh, This American Life, we have Bowling Branch. And Welcome to cereal. Jenna is going to make cereal. What kind of cereal? <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the, <laughs> I can't even do it. The first.
first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to grab my cereal and I'm going to get my almond milk. <laughs> and now the almonds, you say, uh, are these organically grown or are they stolen from the grocery store? <laughs> <laughs> I bought them <laughs> with my money. Okay, this is going to end right now. <laughs> Thank no, you guys. we should do a whole podcast just like yeah, that. Yeah, if you guys want to be infuriated for 45 minutes, we'll do a podcast like that. Uh, thank you all for watching and listening to our podcast. Thank you for listening. You guys are the real MVP. We appreciate you guys. Uh, here's to an amazing 2016 full of great podcasts and weird things like that for I you. I chewed on my microphone. Yeah, she did. She did. It tastes like burning. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks, guys. <laughs>